Hey, peace and blessings to you. My name is Jerry B. I am the Entree Musician, and so are you. And so is this wonderful gentleman sitting to the left of your screen. In fact, this is his second time with us. Almost a year ago, we sat down and had a conversation, but I knew he would have to come back for two reasons. Number one, I hadn't built my studio space, and so I was kind of in the corner of my uh, dining room area. And we talked and shared so much, but the delight of his music and how incredibly wonderful it was, I knew, hey, we're gonna have to do this again. He reached out to me with more music about a month ago and I said, hey, now's the time. His name is Andre Polyakov. He's coming in from Switzerland. He is settled in his workspace and we're going to have a wonderful time together. But of course, you know, before we do, we have to give some love to our wonderful family at VizD and also Armstrong, Cable, we love you guys. Thank you so much for joining in. So now not only can you hook up with us at The Entree Musician, but also on YouTube and on VizD and on Armstrong. So thank God the community is growing. And do you know how you get involved? You get involved by going to theentremusician.com, clicking on the backstage pass and joining us. There's four ways that you can join us as a fan, follower, friend, or family member. Get in because here's what you want to do. After Andre and I are done talking, he's going to share some personal advice to Entre Musicians, which you can't get any other way but by going to the Entre Musician and clicking on the backstage pass. So without further ado, let me welcome you. Let me, let me start by saying this. If you love beautiful music, okay? If you love beautiful music, you should be listening to Andre. If you don't like beautiful music, don't listen to him, okay? Because he has some of the most incredible, fantastic, soothing, and encouraging music I've ever listen to. Andre, what's going on, brother? Brother, thank you so much for such a nice introduction. I mostly agree with you. Uh, if you like beautiful music, please come over and, uh, you know, you, you, you know how to find me. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Thank you so much. It's been uh, indeed a year since we, we've seen each other last time. Amazing. Amazing. I was I was trying to think because, again, I was kind of holed up in my little dining room area and I couldn't remember whether we were on a lockdown or or not. So I attributed our time to 2019. But it's been one year, you say. Great. It's been one year. It's been one year. It was actually when we, when, when we first met, uh, I think it was the beginning, the very beginning of all the lockdowns across the world, basically. It was wow. way last year. So the worst of the worst, I think. Well, so, how are your fair? How are your people faring then in Switzerland? How how are you doing as a community, as a society, uh, a year hard. later? Look, it, look, it, it's hard. It's still hard. We still have lockdowns, partial lockdowns. The situation is getting better, I'd say, in terms of uh, infections, in terms of deaths. Mm -hmm. uh, thanks God, the vaccination has already started. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, indeed, it's. Um, I mean, it's getting better. Uh, this year hasn't been easy for the vast majority of people i think yes, both yeah. on the financial side and on the moral side as well yeah. Not being able to see your loved ones or close ones who are locked up in different countries i have so many friends and colleagues who mm -hmm. haven't seen like literally their family for like six months for example just because of this lockdowns. Lock, lock, lock 
Yeah. Uh, but uh, on another hand, honestly, I have a day job. Uh, I still have a day job. It's very good. Uh, I'm super happy. I'm working from home. It's, uh, I mean, it's good. It's nothing to complain in this sense. And yes. I have a family and we live all together. So it's, it's as, yes, exactly, as good as it, as it could possibly get in these circumstances, I think. Well, let me ask you this question then, uh, Andre. What what is it? What is the uh, impetus of you creating such beautiful music in this incredible atmosphere? Because the the song "Sunshine," especially is, or "Sunlight," is is just a wonderful song. So, how, what was your inspiration in light of everything that uh, you were saying, your country is saying, that you can still write such a wonderful, inspirational piece? That's a very interesting question. Uh, yeah, uh, can I? I'll start a bit backwards uh, sure. because uh, the the context is very important. It's, mm -hmm. Of course, talking about sunshine as well, but uh, the overall context of the year um, and what I think I have accomplished uh, over these months is um, something that I had never accomplished before. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, so the last time we met, uh, I came up with this kind of a project of mine uh, to uh, produce a track, a, a musical work, a composition every month and uh, put it out on Spotify and all the platforms. Yes. Um, and call it Moonlight and Sunshine. Right. And then uh, the pattern that I developed for this music was, uh, so I'm composing a solo piano work which is typically more quiet and calm and meditative sometimes. And, uh, you know, uh, mixing the genres as well as, as, I, as, I, as I love doing. Uh, and then, and so th that, that's the first piece of the pair. And then the next one comes as an, in, a, in an arranged form with various arrangements. Again, diverging into so many different styles as I had learned over this year. Yes. Um, and, and, then I, and then I go to another pair. So basically it's the, pairs of music that is sort of a variation of each other or build on each other, related to each other. Mm -hmm. uh, but this relation sometimes is quite distant, quite quite remote. Yes. Because it just comes out like that. Yes. Um, and since the June last year, it's been 10 months, 11 months. Mm -hmm. um, I've uh, released eight uh, compositions. I've got two new ones uh, ready, already recorded and already in the distribution Excellent. for May and June. Uh, and then I have the, the other two uh, that will come out in June, July, maybe, and that will finalize, that will complete a nice year of work with 12 tracks. Right. I didn't, I actually, when I was conceiving it, I hadn't imagined that I would accomplish it. If you know what I mean, it's it's kind of a, it's very distant, and you're looking at uh, you know in front of you. There's a year, there's twelve months, and you're thinking, okay, I'll be composing, and then we'll 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 see. Basically, as it's a promise that I that I've given to myself. What uh, was your system then, in the sense of uh, okay, I have this year worth of work. Not only does it have to be written, but it has to be recorded as well. Uh, how often, on a daily or weekly basis, did you? Um, you know, did you set aside, I'm going to work three hours a day or five hours a day? What was the... Unfortunately, I cannot work like that. I'm, I'm just, I'm not capable of doing these things, uh, creatively speaking. It's mm -hmm. just, you know, I sit here, I'm, I'm trying to play something and it really nothing comes out, honestly. And it's, or, or it's a trash that I wouldn't even want to show to anyone pretty much. Yes. 
Um, so no, the system is more or less, um, I see that piano whenever I have time, is it 15 minutes, is it five minutes, is it two hours, depends. Uh, and then you just improvise and you just play around and you uh, put out the lights uh, in the room and you put in the, the, the light from a moon sometimes or, or the sun. <laughs> no, seriously. And, and seriously no, that's beautiful. Like, that's beautiful. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 it's super cool. Pure uh, inspiration. Yes. And yes, but in my case, I have to wait for it. So okay, like you're right? playing and there's nothing. And then all of a sudden there's a, three notes, like literally it would be three notes or mm. a phrase or a nice arrangement or a nice accompaniment. I don't know, it, it, and it differs. And then it clicks, it, it just it just magically clicks and you think, ah, that, that it is, here we go. Sure. So here, here it comes. Uh, and, then, um, and then the interesting part also starts. And I often, like over this year, I've uh, often compared the music composition process, composing process, with a game of chess, in mm. fact. Yeah, interesting. Interesting, yeah. Because uh, once you got this into inspiration and this inspired phrase or notes or the idea, basically, around this, yeah, and then you start developing the theme, then you put in other themes, then you start putting together the arrangement, and it's more like, oh, okay, so what, what do I want to do? I want to come from this theme and then I want to make it major for example and then I want to make it more bright and then I want to talk about other things I want to divert from uh, from confession of love to the love despair I don't know or some, something like this so you start thinking and then you start putting together the chords and the melody and the notes so how do I transition from this idea into another one and how do I develop it further right. um, this is why I'm kind of looking at this partially as a game of chess as well, because you need to think several moves ahead sure. and then you're placing your figures uh, in, in a way that allows to develop in the, in the direction that you want. I think it's, uh, I mean, it's, it's super cool. So I, I have two questions for you as a result of that, that chess game that you're playing with yourself. Number one is, and, and again, I'm going to try not to ask you the same questions that I did a year ago. Uh, go ahead. You know, I do, no, I, I want, I want uh, those of you who did not see that to go back and check that conversation oh, out because it, it was a lot of great content that you shared there. Uh, but, you know, back to this chess game, the first thing is you are really intrigued in orchestration. So in the way that you uh, develop your colors, are you, it seems to me to be somewhat unconventional, like you could have grabbed the viola, but you did not, you grabbed the bassoon instead, or, or you know, there, there's all these colors that you're throwing into it. Is, yeah. that, is that part of the chess move or is that part of the creative inspiration? Can I give you an example? Please. Please. And uh, this example is going to be, by the way, uh, about the song that is not released yet, that is going to be released in the end of May, I think. I yeah. just put it in this, into distribution today to district it. It's uh, 27th of May or whatever. Mm -hmm. So go and check it out, guys. Yes. Please. Uh, <laughs> please. Um, now, um, so uh, once I've, uh, I've composed the piano tune, let's say, um, and then I'm satisfied, I like it, I love it, and I think, okay, now it's time to make an arrangement for, 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 this, for this thing. And I start thinking, so how do I approach this arrangement and the colors and this, the, the instruments and answering your question basically. Yeah. And then, and then um, it's very often, I'd say 
almost always um, I'm taking a part of the song, a part of the composition that I didn't manage to develop as well as I wanted or to, to the point where I wanted. Uh, so for example, I had an idea of a rhythmic pattern or an idea of a very nice melody, but it just ended up as a nice melody and standalone in, in the piano composition because of the limitations of the instrument or because uh, I just it just didn't fit into, into, into the format of three minutes or four minutes or something like that. Sure. So I'm taking this bit and then I'm building on this bit uh, that is underdeveloped, the next composition, which is Sunshine in the Sunshine variation of the Moonlight. Mm -hmm. um, and this gives me um, kind of an automatic inspiration into how do I approach the next, uh, the ne the next song. So it basically informs the development mm -hmm. of, the, of the next composition. Yes. Uh, and, then, so, and, and then the process is relatively similar, I think. Sometimes you think, okay, this is a rhythmic pattern and then uh, it could be something pretty standard. There was a there was a composition, um, La Promenade in Paris in uh, in the sunshine, for example, released somewhere in the winter. Um, and then I had uh, and I had this bossa nova uh, written in the piano uh, uh, relative of the, of, the, of of this song. So I just took this bossa nova bit, and then I thought, okay, what can uh, what who could play the bossa nova rhythm? Okay, you, you need a bass, you need a bit of a drumming, and you need a, okay, it's a piano song, so it's a, an electric piano, you know? So, and then you go ahead, and then on top of that, you can take a melody from another place from your uh, piano composition and lay it over on this rhythmic pattern, for example. And this is keeping what, exactly in. what I did. Yeah, exactly. And then you kind of, you relate these two compositions, but in the end of the day, they come out completely different. And there's a lot of people who cannot recognize, I mean, even the relativity. I mean, among musicians, probably it's more clear because you know the, the, the tricks and everything. But generally, generally speaking, I was, um, my colleagues were, were, were saying at work, ah, but like really, did you, were you inspired by the same thing within two, 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 two compositions that, sound and look completely different. Yes. Uh, so that, that, that's the thing. And then the example, sorry, I started with the example that I wanted to give. Okay. Um, I, um, I composed a piano piece that is coming out soon in three weeks. And then I started doing this uh, in the sunshine arrangement. Uh, and I was a bit stuck first. And then all of a sudden I sat at the piano and I played the riff in the, on the, in the left hand. Um, and it came out super nice. Uh, all of a sudden, within an, e an evening, I recorded, not, not, not just written, but I recorded on my laptop, uh, the whole composition, like within, within the evening, three minutes. I was, hmm, fantastic. Then you take a week or two to finesse, to add things, to throw things out. Yeah. Then, uh, and then I worked with my sound producer, which I'm gonna mention this time for sure. <laughs> uh, so, so not like I did not do last last time. I do remember that. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> do you? Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> and um, and then and and then it's done. And and this time it was a bit different. So I came up with this composition, and then within a week, and then the next week, and then the third week, and I don't know what to do with it. Mm -hmm. I I see that it's I, I hear and I feel that it's incomplete. There's nothing to it. Mm -hmm. uh, but but I like the the I already like the stuff that I put in, but it's not complete, and I need something else. 
to lay over, to, to, to add, uh, but I don't know what. And I have no inspiration and I'm, I'm just like, I, I felt like I, I was locked up in the room. Look, I tried robotic voices. I tried uh, all the, I don't know, I mean, all the kinds of weird stuff. Yeah. Ended up with, um, and ended up uh, eventually in, with, I, I was sharing with some of my friends and they helped me to kind of go into world music um, sort of direction. And then I stumbled upon a very beautiful instrument called Armenian Duduk. I don't know if you heard about that. I, I, ha I actually have it in my... So in the bonus video, I'll, in the bonus uh, section, I can show you the Duduk. I have, it in my, I have it in my cupboard. <laughs> oh. uh, but yeah, so I stumbled upon that, that instrument, that absolutely wonderful, beautiful sound, and it just clicked in, and all of a sudden the song is complete. So it was it, it was like a magic. So I had a something that was completely uh, I couldn't understand what, what what would I do with it, mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden just it, it just clicks and then oh okay here we go here we go. So it's sometimes as I'm saying sometimes it's a very long process of searching and creating and then throwing out this, like. I don't know, I'm starting with 100 tracks maybe sometimes, uh, sure. or in the middle, like many, many, many producers do. And then I end up with five because there's a lot of, yeah. Because so it's the process of, of elimination. Absolutely, absolutely. In this process of elimination, I think that's uh, the most cure, um, the most interesting process in, in, in creation. Mm -hmm. uh, because you start with something really messy uh, and you have a vague idea where it's going. Yeah. And then while you start to peel this like an orange, I don't know, and then you see the you see the, the core, the core, tasty, yeah. delicious core. Yeah, I no, that's that's that's, that's right on point. I I, I think um, that it's not it's not common, but most of the producers uh, that I work with and most of the composers, I mean, you kind of throw everything at the wall, you know, because all of these colors and these vibes are coming at you and just capture them, just capture them. But you'll know over listening uh, the period of time that, well, that doesn't really work and this sounds better and those flow uh, more in harmony than yeah. I did, you know, when I was just creating it. But you answered my second question. I want, I just want to hone in on it to make it more concise, but you actually answered my second question mm. in your example with respect to this chessboard or this chess game, because I was going to ask you, how many songs do you sit down and just finish from beginning to end, you know, we were talking about the fact that do you carve out three or four hours a day? You don't work like that. But in most chess games, they can go on for days. So do you find yourself more on the side of sitting down and before you know it, after a couple hours as a finished product, let's take it to the sound producer? Or are you over time, over time, it's been five weeks and we're still kind of carving out what we need? Yeah. I think I'm the second, but, 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 you know, um, one, one good thing about my situation, having a day job and having the, the, the music as a passion, uh, is that I'm not committing to anyone, uh, right. in terms of deadlines, in terms of monies, in terms of budgets and everything. It's, yeah. it's me and my, myself, it's, mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's done. If I decide to, have a day off from music or a week off from music because mm, nothing mm. is going to happen. Yes, uh, it's it, it's good. Yeah. Uh, so uh, and this 
this very fact also allows me to create what I want, not what is maybe needed and what is maybe commercially requested, and you know. But it's just I'm 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 going with the flow of my creativity. I I'm trying to develop as a composer myself, uh, yeah. so that I like every next piece more than the previous one. Sure, I think. And this is pretty much what I'm what I'm doing. I'm not. Um, I'm not really writing at orders, for example. Nobody is asking me to write music. And yeah, that's probably the best. Purest music. This the purest comes from your spirit because there's no demand on you to fit into a certain box. You can actually write with a degree of freedom because you're not trying to fulfill the obligation of anyone else, but what's happening inside of you. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And if nobody likes my next title, while I like it, it's fine. You know what? <laughs> you know, there's you know, there's something there though. Uh, you know, you hit on something there because most of us, uh, we've been conditioned to write for others. And mm-hmm. if you write for others and you don't necessarily like it, and there's scores of interviews with quote unquote icons who because of record labels or because of the producer they were working with or whatever, no, it has to meet these metrics and it's not their spirit that's coming out. It's just about the numbers. But yeah. when you can say, I love this piece, and you might not like it and it's okay with me. I'm not gonna cry. It's not gonna be the end of my career. Yeah. This is who I am as an artist. That is so yeah. beautiful, man. Yes, yes, I love it. It's a privilege, really privilege to, 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 to work or to, I don't, I cannot even call it a work. It's more a passion. Uh, this is what I do. It's just just, just, just what I do, I play piano. And um, I, I actually signed with a label for three songs as well. Uh, in the in the end of the last year, oh yeah, with the with Italian guys, yeah, with Italian guys, we released three titles, uh, which was very cool. Uh, are, you and, uh, are you gonna mention their names? Uh, yeah, <laughs> yes, PA PA seventy four, uh-huh. the label. Uh, no, but seriously, it's more like a publishing deal, and uh, you, you know, around you know, around those lines. But they also uh, organize, are organizing, still organizing the concerts, the online events and I uh, I played at one of them. Uh, it was almost Christmas last year uh, and it was super stressful experience. Oh, really? Yeah, because <laughs> okay, look, why? why? Why was yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, I'll tell you. So uh, I finished my uh, formal music career uh, as a professional musician 20 years ago mm-hmm. as a pianist, as, as the oboist. Uh, yes. Back in Russia, 2002, I guess. So that was the last time I played the, the, the solo concert uh, at stage. I, I had played, obviously, a lot of different rock concerts, rock bands, all this kind of stuff, but that's an easy stuff. Yeah. But when you, when you sit alone at the piano and you have to perform within one hour to one, one and a half hour, a lot of different pieces, that is super stressful. And that was more stressful than I had imagined, honestly. Understood, but it went very well. I mean, no, 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 no issues. But inside me, myself, I thought, okay, man, you lost a little bit of stamina against those things, I guess. But I mean, it's uh, it comes back. But that was one of the highlights of the last year, I'd say. Your interview with you and this and that concert. Come on now, check you out. <laughs> I'm being honest. No, no, no. I'm being honest. We agreed to be honest with you, right? Yes, yes, so, yes. I mean it. I mean it. I appreciate I mean that. It. I mean, I mean it, and uh, 
very much. Thank you. Uh, I have something to say about ego as well. And, uh, you know, you, some, someone is liking your music or not liking your music. I think I found the perfect recipe against these not nice feelings inside yourself. Because indeed, I mean, you create something, you love it. Yes. And then you give, you give it to somebody else and then, like, yeah, happens. Sure. And uh, we as creators, as musicians, we tend to be a bit sensitive about these sure. things. It's, it's normal, like authors of the books. Sure. It's, it's normal. But what I, um, I discovered, obviously, as I was um, going through this uh, kind of a marketing education of myself in terms of the music marketing, obviously, how to market yourself and what, right. are, what are the different means and all this. I stumbled obviously uh, upon the Spotify playlists and the whole deal with Spotify lists. Yes. And there's quite a few services uh, where you can pitch to the uh, to the to the curators of the Spotify playlist and Correct. either get accepted or not get accepted, receive the, receive a feedback about your music. Um, and I started doing that obviously, uh, and <laughs> you know the your own uh, imagination is being crushed against other people's opinion and uh, these people and these people by the way they are trustworthy so you they are actually musicians they are composers with good with a good background and with good music uh, out there in spotify as well so you kind of listen to their opinion so that's the first thing so when you start pitching your your music yourself to the professionals or semi professionals of the uh, of the industry you get a hit on your ego and it helps actually to kind of squirt, squash it. I don't know, squeeze it in a good way. Yeah. Uh, and then the second step is I actually became one of the curators uh, of the Spotify playlist because it's I have a couple of, yeah, kind of a big list, uh, not, not so big, but uh -huh. those which are being accepted into these services. And... Uh, uh, yeah, and you start listening to the music. I think, uh, so the third highlight from the last year besides interview with you and besides this concert with the guys is the third one is becoming a curator in for, for, for a Spotify playlist. Uh, now, because the, it's a, the playlist itself is what genre or, or category? It's called multicolored piano. Multicolored piano. And it's uh, it's all about the neoclassical slash jazzy mm -hmm. uh, style. Okay. Uh, with a lot of fresh finds, all the time it's the fresh finds. I fill it up every day or yeah. once every two days, maybe. Yeah. Wow. Uh, and it's a great, I think, education tool as well. I mean, yeah, you you kind of there's a, there's a deal with credits as well. You receive some credits from uh, reviewing the other people's music, and then you can spend these credits to get other people to review your music, obviously. So that's that's a bit of the this exchange, which is yes. perfectly reasonable. Mm -hmm. uh, but at the same time, you get to hear, I don't know, an album, one album, at least one album of good, really, really quality, good piano music every day. Wow. One album from different artists from around the world, 10, 15, 20 pieces. So uh, if, you're, if you're listening to this interview or watching this interview, then you can, and, and you are in that style of music, multicolored piano fits you, then you know that when you are submitting to that particular playlist, this is the gentleman that you're dialoguing with, Andre. Uh, don't, hate don't hate me for this line. That's, that's, <laughs> that's really good. So now you can you can go direct and you can say, hey, we, we heard this on the Entree Musician. So that's cool, man. I'm grateful. <laughs> 
Oh, I, I, I'm not of that genre, but man, that would be really cool if somebody was able to connect with you because of this yeah. platform. Oh, that's for sure. That, that's for sure. But but honestly, again, it's uh, one of the highlights of the year. I never regret doing that. It's a great educational tool. It's very manageable in terms of time. It's like half an hour, one hour every day, more, more or less. Yeah. Uh, but it gives you ideas. It gives you inspiration. It gives you understanding where the modern music is going overall. Uh, you get to hear some of the artists that are, are completely indie like myself, mm-hmm. uh, on par with some somebody else who is more uh, popular, let's say, or more established artists. Sure. Uh, yeah. So now, what do you well, like in, in not just in being a curator of uh, a particular playlist, but as Andre, the musician and as an, a, a person who appreciates great music, what do you like most? That might seem like a, a very common or simple question, but what do you like or what are you attracted to most about music when you listen to it or when you create? Yeah. What is that fine line that you, you see as a yeah. common thread for you personally? Yeah. Uh, can I? I'll start with what is uh, at the other side of this line. What I, what I'm, what I tend to, I won't say not like, but uh, tend not to understand or okay. not to appreciate. Sure, yeah? sure. To appreciate, yes. really. Yes. Uh, um, and I'll, I'll be speaking about this genre. So piano, a bit of a range piano uh, in the neoclassical uh, kind of a vein uh, slash jazz um, uh, style. Yes. Uh, and and I think the, and again it's it, it might be a very common answer as well a response to these kind of questions. But what I don't appreciate the most is the banality and triviality of uh, of the music when you hear the music and you clearly understand how it was done. Mm, okay. If you know what I mean. Mm. So you you listen and you ah okay so this is what you did here it's uh, the several chords and then what you do what what you did you basically played around it in the in your right hand and then you made a couple of variations and uh sometimes this can be super cool by the way uh depending on how how an artist did that and everything but on another hand and this is where is this fine line i'm looking for a surprise mm-hmm. for a nice surprise Mm-hmm. For to be amused, to be surprised, to, to start thinking, how did he do that? So like this, this, this is this is the most important thing, yes. um, and this is why, like talking about this genre as well. I mean, neoclassics is uh, sort of a very sort of established genre, I, I, I'd say by now, although it's it's being formed as well, with the heads of like uh, uh, Ludovico Einaudi, for example, that's a big guy, Italian, very big name as well, uh, from the movies and from various, so it's kind of a standard in uh, neoclassics. Neo mm-hmm. And then when you hear people actually not you, you wouldn't say copy but but really copying the style and copying what uh ludovica inaudi has already done and then you have a question like why are you doing this just to to, to do exactly what's to, to you you know you clearly know your motivation 
Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. You know, you clearly not you know express what I'm. What I'm really wondering is what is inside your heart, what is inside your soul. Tell me that and mm. surprise me. I don't want to, you know, I, I don't want to hear banalities. And this is, you know, what I mean. Yeah, I do. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> it's it's so important. That's the uh, and then can, that's the perfect answer, man. That's the perfect answer. But this, it is what it is. And then sometimes you find this surprise in harmony, for example. Sometimes you find this surprise in a melody. Sometimes it's a riff. Sometimes it's a rhythm. It depends, really. But, yeah. but you're looking for something unique. And uh, you, you're looking for something to... You, you know what's so interesting about your answer? And I mean it. I mean it wholeheartedly. That's the perfect answer. What is so surprising, surprising, that mm-hmm. word is that describes your music. Oh, thank you. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's kind of ironic because you're looking for in others as you're listening for what you actually present yeah. to us as listeners. There's always a corner that you turn that we don't anticipate. There's mm-hmm. always a path that you choose to take where, oh yeah, you could have, this This would have been the normal way to go about it and it would have been fine. It would have been beautiful, beautiful yeah. but you said, no. Nah, Let's see what's down this street right here. And that's that's so incredible and so impressive about the music that you create. So that's wonderful that you're looking for the same thing that you are trying to accomplish yes. as you are creating. Yes, yes. And I thank, thank, thank you so much. But I, I wanted to add a couple of things for this. Sure. One is, uh, in fact, when I compose and even once I've recorded a song, uh, and while doing this elimination of the layers and the different, uh, what we discussed in the beginning of the interview, uh, I think I'm in a, eliminating a lot of banalities and, and trivia. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it could be a half of the song that I'm just, oh my goodness, really? No, right. no, what, what a shame. I cannot even listen to it myself. The next morning, you wake up the next morning, what did I do the last night? And then you erase everything and you start from scratch because you understand, no, come on, it's, it's like, That's what, right. what is this? And, uh, and the second thing, uh, for this particular train of thought, uh, for this surprise and uh, lack of banalities and going a bit sideways around the corner, as you say, yeah. uh, I think the main person in my life is my, uh, is my dad, who, who's been all, always encouraging me to go these routes, these um, uncharted territories, uncharted paths uh, in, compo- in music composing. He's a brilliant pianist. He's a professor of St. Petersburg Conservatory. Mm-hmm. He's a classical, classically trained and performing pianist. Yeah. Uh, and it is so mm, uh, worrisome sometimes, uh, but also so um, rewarding to run my pieces through him uh, yeah. because he's always, he's, he's always giving me. Uh, very interesting feedback and very useful advice. Oh my, yeah, I, wow. Now, now, does is that is that kind of unnerving if if your father says something that you didn't expect, like, or there's a no. degree of correction, or it's just like, yo, this is in line. That's no, no, never, 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 ah. never, ah. never. Ah. Beautiful. No, <laughs> no seriously, it's, uh, and it's very transparent feedback, and it's never curses, or it's 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 never bad feedback. It's more like 
but are you sure you, you really want to say that, man? <laughs> but everybody knows that already. I mean, why? It's an open secret. <laughs> you can go from dominant to tonic. It's done. Yes, uh, so many people has, have done it before. Come up with something else. That's kind of a... That's beautiful. Yeah. Now, now, let me ask this question. Is that trickling down between your teaching to your children? We talked about uh, your, you being a father uh, before. And uh, so is that you're, you're taking what your dad has given you? And is that like trickling down into as you teach them about life and, and music and art and creativity mm -hmm. as well? I suppose I, I'm, I'm trying to. I don't know how successful I'm going to be, but uh, we, we, we don't know until they grow up, right? Uh, but uh, yeah, yeah, no, uh, my uh, my little boy, he's playing, he's nine-year-old, and he's playing piano, mm -hmm. uh, and he's pretty, not that bad, I'd say. I mean, he's pretty good. Uh, Are you the teacher, or, or is he being t taught by someone no, else? I couldn't have. I couldn't have done that. No, 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 no. Not for not for the old uh, not for the own children. We are getting angry and we are getting <laughs> irritated uh, too quickly. Way way quicker versus the teacher in the school, you know. Uh, but but in all but in all honesty, in all honesty, uh, we have a music school, a fantastic music school, just five hundred meters in the mm -hmm. neighboring village. Can you imagine in Switzerland? Like Excellent. we have a village with a music school that is pretty well known in the country and even outside the country. So we are lucky in that sense and a very good professor. Uh, but also uh, my mom, uh, she's a pianist as well. Mm -hmm. uh, and because of pandemic and because of, uh, of the penetration of the digital means to our life and digital things. So every day they go and practice together via yeah. Skype. Oh man, very Can cool. you imagine that? Beautiful. So, She's getting, she's getting to see her grandchildren every day. She's been, she lives in Germany, and because of lockdowns, it's very difficult to travel. Obviously. Sure. Uh, so she's like leaving you know, our apartment for, for, for an hour every day, more or less. Yeah. And at the same time, we're getting something back. I mean, in terms of he's still practicing, and he's progressing quite well. So that is important. But yeah, I, I get what you answer and, and what, what you're asking. And I think it's very important as well to you know, from the young years to, to give this idea of being different, maybe. It's mm -hmm. not bad. It's good. It is good. Surprise people. It's good. Yes. Why not? It's, um, this is something that is, that is, I think, that's helping. Maybe not some, sometimes it doesn't help in life, to succeed in life uh, money-wise and, uh, you, you know, like the, the material sense. Well, you know, if you're succeeding that way, I mean, you know, if, if it's just money for money's sake and you're using uh, music as a vehicle, it won't be fulfilling for you. It may do what it does in that season of your life. But, yes. you know, uh, true artistry is about more than money. I mean, if you do it first and the money comes, God bless you. But if yeah. you do it for the money, it's not going to be sustained. Absolutely. Absolutely. 100%. 100%. 100 yeah. yeah. Because making it big... Making it big is a lottery, right? Yeah, yeah, whatever. But <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> let, let me let me ask you this question though: What do you find either as? Maybe I should ask this question first. First of all, who is your sound producer? Let's get his name out there. Walter Cronenberg. So, fantastic guy. Can I say? couple of words about about our relationship in fact absolutely yes please do. so um 
three years ago when I was uh, still writing songs more or less and not in any, in any consistent manner, not permanently, not, not consistently sometimes. And then I decided, okay, I need a, some, some, someone who would advise me on sound and producing and uh, how it all works and maybe help me arrange and you know, all this kind of stuff. And then I found this guy in the Netherlands uh, and he just advised by a friend of mine who was living there as well. So just he put us in touch. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was three years ago uh, and he uh, turned out to be a very, first of all, a fantastic musician. Second of all, absolutely amazing sound producer, mixer and master, mastering engineer, yeah. working in logic as I do. Uh-huh. So helps sharing the projects and everything. Bass guitarist, uh, back vocal, vocalist, back singer, bass, uh, bass guitar, double bass. So everything that you might need, even from uh, from someone who is helping you to, to, to finalize the stuff, sure. it's fantastic. But uh, first and foremost, and of course, very honest and thorough um, um, person, I guess, uh, you know, we never have any issues with money, with yeah. timing, with uh, with how good the stuff is or what, 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 whatever. So always the comments and everything. Yeah. But yeah. the funniest thing, we have we have never talked to each other in, in our life. All our communication is Gmail, WhatsApp, whatever. It is so, so contemporary, but sometimes we are asking ourselves, look, maybe it's time to meet in the end of the day because we are practically living in, in each other's Gmail. No, that's beautiful. And it, it, it seems uh, the, the more the technology continues to evolve, these relationships, which are virtual, are really very real because what you hear when you listen to one of your compositions and knowing that it's gone through Walter's process, it's yeah. just like you guys were sitting in the same room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very they, organic. Yeah, 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 I agree. But it, but then it's been three years uh, since we started to understand each other and uh, started to get into the way of working to, to each other. But honestly, it's like 90% of his uh, accomplishment, I think, that he, is so flexible and so caring and understand understanding as well mm-hmm. uh, that that he's helping and he's helping me a lot as well in this cleaning process or in advices with but why don't you do this or uh, but lately in this moonlight and sunshine project we are using what we call a card blanche so basically I send him the music which is sort of sort of project and logic so where, where, where I'm when I'm completely stopped, I don't know what to do uh, any further. Yeah. I know that the mix is not maybe right. Uh, I, I know that some, some of the instruments might need to be changed. Mm-hmm. Um, I send it to him uh, and I list like 10 things that I want him to do to pay attention. I look here, the bass is not, I don't really like this melody, but maybe you, you can come up with something better, this, this kind of stuff, right. right? And the 10th or the last point is, and you know what? You have a carte blanche. If you want to change something, please do. Yeah. So that trust, that trust. Yes, yes, yes. Trust. Exactly. Exactly. Now, this is a uh, multifaceted question, but, uh, you know, what do you find right now is your greatest challenge, whether it's being the composition or arranging or recording or even in life? What do you what do you find right now? This arc in your in your life is your greatest challenge and how are you overcoming it? 
yeah, it's definitely the challenge is reporting. Mm. It's definitely, by all means, I'm, uh, I'm dreaming to record. In fact, this Moonlight and Sunshine project is coming to its completion in yeah. the summer, right? So I'll, I'll have 12 tracks. Uh, that are published, uh, released on Spotify, but it's, I mean, it's a tiny thing anyways. Uh, I mean, it's not a big album or, or anything. Right. It's just a playlist for now. Yes. Uh, and then I have this idea of uh, making it an album, in fact, a real album. Uh, but for this, obviously, I need to re-record -re this stuff and a lot of, a lot of stuff. Yes. Uh, because all, I, all I'm doing is I'm doing with this keyboard. Which is perfect, by the way. Which I love a lot, and the sound is pretty nice. I, I mean, you, you heard of it. It's, it's, yeah. it's okay. It is, but it's not a real piano. I understand, but it's not a real piano. The way you play it. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and the way Walter uh, masters it as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that that combination, yeah. I know, I know, right? But uh, no, but uh, in the end of the day, ideally, I'd like to record the solo piano compositions at least in, on a real piano in a real studio. Mm -hmm. uh, and having it properly mixed and mastered as the live instrument, this is this is what I want to do. Um, and then, yeah, so that's that that's the challenge. And you need to find a studio. You need to take time, and then the time becomes a, 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 a really big problem because when when you see it work from home, for example, behind the same screen that I'm looking you at you, yeah. uh, and I'm working, then I have a break, for example. Of, half an hour and then I just turn and play, right? It's, there you go. It's as easy as that. Yeah. With a studio, it's not like that. You go there and you spend an hour and then you go. And yeah. within an hour, you need to accomplish uh, the things. And this is not my habit. And I know I probably need to get out of that habit anyways. Uh, but this, but, this is but it works for you. It works for you now. And yeah. even when you get into that localized studio with the time and you got the clock ticking away, you know, and, and you're actually paying for it, I think because of your experiences first in your formative years, and secondly, uh, how you've grown as a composer and arranger, that that's going to be a situation that is not going to be as stressful as Christmas was. You're going to be able to walk into the moment and you're going to capture it. And whatever comes out is going to be real and it's going to be from your spirit and uh, mm. I think it's going to ignite. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Um, and uh, just to build on that, the, the other part of this, of, of the answer, I guess, uh, regarding the recording and everything, uh, and it used to be a challenge and it's a challenge for many musicians, in fact, who are going to watch this video, I think. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, this is MIDI-driven sound. Uh, so whatever you do in MIDI format, uh, yes, you can perfect it until the very end. If you play piano, it's fine because you, you still play it. But yeah. whenever you do something in MIDI, it it it, it stenches MIDI. I don't know. What yeah. to say. It, yeah. it it does. You 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 hear it. And and it used to be a challenge. And especially like the drums. Okay, you can you can do something about it. Bass as well. Synth is fine because that's by nature. It can be MIDI. Uh, but when it comes to strings, when it comes to orchestral instruments, and this is what I love, of course, because of my background. Right. Uh, and then I discovered the freelancing uh, services. Mm -hmm. And man, so yeah. the violinist uh, who is playing on Sunshine, for example, this beautiful violin is really beautiful. And I really love how it came out. It's the guy on the fire. Uh, you know? Yeah. Um, and all these... And, 
And while this, you achieve a better quality of the music, obviously, of the, of the recording, and also you make friends with people. That's right. And with brilliant musicians. And um, I think these types of collaborations, they are underappreciated by musicians, from at least from what I hear curating the playlist. Yeah. Sometimes. Right. Um, and uh, one of the advices, although before the bonus part, one of the advices is not to, not to miss this opportunity. It's pretty affordable nowadays. It's yes. very often more affordable than the expensive VST libraries. That's true. That's absolutely true. And then you get that uh, collaboration that you yeah. can't get, you know, I, I think, you know, as you state that another person's perspective on what you've written uh, adds a special magic to it that, I mean, of course you can get the VST uh, library and you can play it all yourself, but I think that's pretty one dimensional. You know what I mean? When yes. you have written a piece, even though you've written it, uh, but someone else is interpreting it, it just adds an extra layer of grace. You know? 100%, absolutely, spot on, uh, spot on, Jeremy. I, I completely agree. And this is one of one of the facets as well of my work, me working with Walter all the time, because he's bringing this extra angle, extra angle of vision or extra yes. experience into the compositions and he refresh, freshens them, them up in a way. Yes. So I, I really, really, I don't know if, I mean, if he couldn't, for example, at some point of time, if he says, no, I cannot work with you, Andre, anymore because I don't have time, for example, I hope it doesn't happen because I don't really know what to do then. Mm. <laughs> I just I really don't know because it's a friendship and the music, musical collaboration, which is so, which I treasure so much. Intertwined, yeah. Man, honestly. Now let me ask you. Let me ask you this question, and you knew this was coming because uh, we've sat down together before, um, and and because you probably knew what to expect, because this is our second conversation. What is that question that you thought? You know what? It's been a year since I've talked to Jerry, and I know he's going to ask me this, so I'm prepared for it. But as of yet, I haven't asked that question. Can you mm -hmm. answer? The unasked question today. Wow. Um, I wasn't expecting this question, <laughs> this particular question, to be honest. <laughs> so can I, can, can I answer this one? No, but um, um, I thought, I thought of, as I, as I said before, uh, before we started uh, this interview, as I, as I was mentioning, it's been a year yeah. uh, and a year ago, I started this project, uh, The Moon with Moonlight and Sunshine. Um, and now it's coming to its completion. So the question that I would ask myself, um, be yourself, or that doesn't matter who is asking it, but doesn't matter. <laughs> what, what I would ask myself is, what is the biggest accomplishment? What is the biggest goal that I was trying to achieve and whether I have achieved it with this particular project? You know, because it's... Um, it's so multifaceted, as you say. I mean, it's uh, it's both a compositional challenge. It's a bit of a marketing challenge. Mm -hmm. It's uh, it's a lot of uh, production work challenge as well. Right. So, what is what is the biggest accomplishment? What is the um, what is the satisfaction that I've uh, that I've taken from this project, and I'm happy with? Like that 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 would be the question that I would answer. And I think that. Again, maybe coming back a little bit to, 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 to what was discussed already, I think it's mostly it's the development of me 
of my compositional abilities and capabilities. I think uh, with this project allowed me to start creating in a more consistent way, first of all. Mm -hmm. Uh, it helped me to become a better arrangement uh, arranger, <laughs> arranger, yeah. um, and objectively speaking, uh, not talking about how beautiful it is or how people like it or not, but more in terms of technically, I'm doing it much way, way more quickly, and even the ideas are popping up uh, way quickly as well. And I know how to realize them uh, by now. Yes. Um, mm -hmm. So I think I, I had thought in the beginning of this project, I had, thought, I, I had been thinking, okay, I'm gonna gain the audience, I'm gonna gain, gain the fans, and maybe with this song, I'm gonna tap into this and that. Uh, and it all happened, by the way, in different scales, obviously, but the biggest achievement and the biggest, the most interesting thing was to actually walk this musical journey from start to finish, to compose all these pieces, to understand how different genres and styles worked with, with each other. Because I ended up with, uh, so all the solo piano pieces, that's, that's fine. That's neoclassic jazz, uh, slash jazz. But then when you go to the arranged pieces, I think you notice yourself, I mean, it's all over the place. Yeah. I have a really hard 90s rock um, track, which is called Lullaby in the yeah. Sunshine. Mm -hmm. which is rocking, which was, by the way, recorded by friends of mine from Serbia, also remotely as a live band wow. uh, with, with, with the guitars and everything. So that was so cool collaboration uh, in this one. Um, and to call it a lullaby. Yes. The, yes, the yes. There. Well, the joke was, the joke was that uh, if, you, if someone is singing the lullaby in the sunshine, a person obviously cannot fall asleep, right? Right, because it doesn't really make <laughs> make sense. So hence the song right. goes like into raving. Uh, I don't know, Metallica or something. Yes, <laughs> that was the idea. So yeah, I'm, uh, I'm 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 so happy to 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 have been part of the project that I that Imagine. I in the first place. Yes, right, myself and. And I'm ready for the new challenges uh, going forward. And I have so many ideas uh, mm. about what I'm going to write after the, moon, the Moonlight and Sunshine that I'm a bit um, cautious of time. That's it. <laughs> that, that is beautiful. Well, you know, we, we uh, are a kindred spirit, man. I really appreciate your heart. I appreciate your artistry. And uh, wow, you know, I appreciate your music. And I'm so grateful that you chose to uh, spend some of your wonderful time with us here at the Entree Musician. Now, again, for those of you who will go and click the backstage pass or those of you who have already subscribed, this interview will end here. But uh, there are some more gems of advice that Andre has for you when you're behind backstage. So, you know, go click, sign up, register and do it. And, and uh, you, we will, we will have even more resources from him available to you so you can hook up with him. As we said before, if you are on Spotify and you do multicolored piano, that's your genre of music, then you know that uh, this young man right here will be the one who's listening and uh, probably providing feedback to you uh, through that Spotify channel as to how to uh, 
better uh, bolster your music. You already know what he's looking for and you know what he's not looking for. So absolutely, you know, avail yourself to this information. But this is Andre Polyakov from Switzerland, dynamic composer. And we will put all the links to his music in the show notes so that you can avail yourself to his wonderful music. So for now, we'll say so long. Maybe we'll get back together in a year. Maybe before that, we don't I know. Definitely. I, definitely yeah. getting back together, yeah. brother, without fail. We have, <laughs> we have to. We have to. And maybe without the lockdowns, the next time we do it live, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. You come to America, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'll go exactly. to Switzerland, you know? <laughs> and we do it the other way around. Yeah, okay. <laughs> That's absolutely right. But brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, this is Andre Polyakov. He's an entree musician. My name is Jerry B. I am the entree musician, but you know what? So are you. We will see you next time. God bless. Thank you so much. Thank you, Jerry B. Thank you, everybody, for, for watching. See you see in the ya. future. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.